Hey guys, if you're new to the Character Arc Podcast, I just want you to know that we had an unforeseen audio problem with this week's episode. It's mostly fixed, but you might hear a minor crackle, and only some of the time, specifically when Ted speaks. I hope it's not too distracting, and I hope that you enjoy the episode, which is one of my personal favorites. Technology just doesn't always cooperate. Hello, Character Arc listeners. Welcome to the Character Arc Podcast, where each week we watch a movie. We're going to talk about that movie, give a brief synopsis, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, talk about some of our favorite things, and leave with our final thoughts. Um, I'm Richard Bertelson. And I'm Ted Hong. And today we have a very special guest, Nick Slake. Mendel Sands. The whole <laughs> wait, nope. That's that's the wrong. That's that's the wrong podcast. He probably just read an ad to you though. <laughs> Before we started talking, I might have. And this week, we watched Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm Sonic, a little ball of super energy in an extremely handsome package. On my planet, people were always after my powers, so I came to yours. It gets a little lonely. But that's okay. I am living my best life on... I would like to open on that Sega Games, like, movie thing. Like, at the beginning, they have their own, like... It's really epic, like Marvel, when it's flipping through the comic books, but it's Sega Games. Are we going to get a Sega Cinematic Universe? I kind of hope so. Honestly, (laughs) it did kind of hint at it. To which, I want to say, is this the first successful video game adaptation uh, Detective Pikachu. Oh, damn. Detective Pikachu, Pretty yeah, good. did really good. That's yeah. right. I mean, was... did did the original Street Fighter movies not do well when they no. came when I they hope, came out? I hope not. No. <laughs> I mean, Jean Claude Van Damme much? It was just. Oh, I mean, Jean Claude Van Damme is a national treasure. <laughs> I mean, Mortal Kombat did. Uh, Resident Evil. There's like nine of them. Yeah, <laughs> those aren't con- those are so they're far shit. from the well, source material. But to be fair, I love those movies. They're bad. They're very bad movies, but I very much love them because yeah. they're they're just wonderful to watch. <laughs> they're complete trash. They are. But, but I love them. So I will say that, but they must be commercially successful is all I'm saying. Uh, I guess. Uh, yeah. They would have to be. You don't make that many if they're not. In Mortal, right. Mortal, Mortal Kombat got a sequel. It, it got was, more than one sequel. Well, the, no, there's only one movie sequel. This is a show. There's a, a, Mortal co- Kombat a only few shows. One. It's only Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh. There's going to be a new one, though, from yeah. the director of Aquaman, which is super exciting. I'm excited for that. Anyway, let's talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go with a uh, synopsis. You guys all, all got one? I will go first. Okay. A small alien with world-ending powers buddies up with a small town cop and they take down the u.s government buddy cop <laughs> buddy movie um u.s government uh once again just kind of allows a bunch of shit to happen and doesn't do anything about it they send the one guy <laughs> they, they, they hired the one person that caused the most destruction but he did shoot up san francisco didn't he <laughs> he did also I mean, the other synopsis that I had before that, because mine just kind of played off yours a little bit more, was um, a bunch of low A and B ranked actors act really well to uh, CGI. Oh, yeah. Well done. Yeah. I will say. It was very, very, Must very I was thinking, it actually crossed my mind several times. Like, I was like, poor James Marston. He's alone for most of this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, just, he's just alone in a car, alone in a bar, alone in a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a socially stunted teenager ticks off items on his bucket list while burdening other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those movies. 
So yeah, I guess we'll get into how did everyone enjoy this movie? I thought it was really, really weird that it did the Quentin Tarantino thing where it started at like the it starts at the end, end oh. <laughs> because I actually completely forgot about it until they reminded me at the scene. It was almost, yes. they should have just started it with the intro of him running through his home world. Yeah. There was no real reason to start. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was very Served brief no too. purpose. Yeah. It was Absolutely no brief. purpose. Yeah. I didn't know why. Like, yeah, I think that's why you forgot it. Cause like, like you're saying Ted, it, it's only like 10 seconds <laughs> and then we jump into his. Yeah. That was not necessary. But I do like the home world. Like yeah, I liked it. Cool. It was very good very rendition nostalgic. of the, the video game world. Oh yeah. I like. I want to see the movie about Longclaw and yeah. this team of knuckles ninjas who <laughs> they come were into totally a... knuckles. They <laughs> were knuckles. That the echidnas. Because that movie seems like it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I would like to see that movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be clear, I I thought this movie was all right. It was. It was all... I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, it a lot. Yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, we I, had the advantage of having a child with us while we yeah. watched this movie. I, I brought know, mine we with just, me. I was going to say, we just <laughs> randomly... Yeah, I was going to say, too. I don't know where we found her. <laughs> <laughs> it sat down next to us. I don't know. Was, <laughs> um, she seemed to like it. It was kind of funny, though. I don't know if you guys noticed, but she laughed more when we would laugh at yeah. adult jokes because she thought that she also needed her, to laugh. Yeah, I heard her question. is like, why are you guys laughing? I, I don't know if that was her. I, th- I think the first time she... I think she laughed. It was the first time I heard her laugh in the movie, which is when they says over the radio, there's been a gang shooting down on Main Street. And I was like, that's the first laugh you get out of this movie? Did she laugh first or did you laugh first? Because I don't, we laugh, no, we laugh first because he okay. said... He said something else afterwards. He said, I'm just kidding. Stole Somebody a stole a donut. I, I, well, I laughed at the, it's a violent gang shooting. I was like, what are they doing in this movie to even utter that line? But I'm glad that they did. I mean, obviously, for its own twisted humor kind of way. I mean, that definitely made it for me. The movie got dar- a little dark with its comedy sometimes. Like, the chi- like t- them thinking that Sonic is a, a child inside the bag, which those yeah. people, they need to report that to someone. Yeah. That's yeah. what they think is happening. Yeah, but they didn't. <laughs> they just let it happen. I did like Sonic, though, in general. Like, I thought the Sonic in, like, the, the cartoons that I've watched, he's always, as far as what I've seen, he's acted a little bit more adult than mm-hmm. this Sonic. I kind of liked that this Sonic seemed a little bit more of like a naive, yeah, you know, youngling. Mm-hmm. He is he's not Sonic the superhero yet, which and and it's that's the way that the movie was played. He's not Sonic the it, superhero. Yeah, yet. it does seem like it's going to be like there's well, gonna be in, a franchise in the dark middle chapter of this trilogy, he will go back to his homeworld and become hardened <laughs> <laughs> as he has to murder has several to. of the knuckles ninjas. Just uh, <laughs> it just flash by of scenes of him like doing workout routines like. Empowering up like a Saiyan, which I mean, those are pretty cool, pretty cool shots. That was pretty cool. Uh, Sonic's weird power is cool, but it is, it's terrifying. Yeah. He so can... what? What? Ha- what made him? So he, I, I don't, I don't think they ever. Talk so he, about it. he, he shows up on Earth 
and he sees all these kids having fun at a baseball game, and he it's gets just, really angry and sad rage. about being it's like not... alone. <laughs> it's not just his rage; it's it's emotion. <laughs> because so, again, like a Saiyan, he yeah. powers up when angry, and then it explodes. Was it's that a... the first time he'd ever? I guess it's the yeah. first time he'd ever done. It that. doesn't seem like he knew that power existed in him because he seems right. surprised by it too. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he knew. I don't think he knew how to control it either. Because it just kind of happens when he gets angry when uh, they're they're in the truck chase and uh, Dr. Robotnik's big drone thing is chasing after them and he's yelling at, at James Morrison at Tom? Tim? Tom. Tom, yeah. <laughs> Tim, Tim is what his barber calls it. Or his dentist, his dentist yeah. Because um, when he's getting mad at him... He starts to he starts to electrify again. So yeah. it does seem to be related to his rage, at least a little bit. I, at the end, he can control it. It seems he can activate it. Well, he was still I, angry. He, he was, was still angry. angry. Yeah. I. So let's again, dark middle chapter. Someone pisses off Sonic, <laughs> right? And the world ends. And he harnesses the power of Thor. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a pretty cool idea in adapting his his yeah. character. Uh, and the rings also. I loved the rings. That was super cool. Like the rings are really to to in a game standpoint insignificant. You're yeah, just trying you're just to get the most shit. rings and they yeah. obviously prevent you from dying immediately when mm-hmm. you get hit by bad guys and stuff like that. Right. But the portal thing was interesting. It's a great great thing it's to a, adapt into this story you I wonder how are they going to do that i was like what are they how, how are they going to throw the rings in and then they did the thing at the beginning mm-hmm. where instead of the stars around yeah. the mountain oh, it's the dope. rings yeah. i was like oh ah, there it is i thought they may have like one or two references but they made it like a thing yeah it's good it's a good way to incorporate things that look and feel like sonic but also make them make sense without i'm just collecting them but they did make a little nod which is when he falls off the building and he drops the pouch, and the rings all fall. Oh, yeah. Like he got hit because he did. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought I was like, good, good job. Yeah. <laughs> nice and it was little, yeah. it was subtle enough that it didn't it were, you would it didn't make you roll your eyes. It was just like, oh, I could, I got what you do. I get you. I and know. that's the thing about this movie that it's like they fit these things so well. Uh, like even like throwing Eggman's name, which is the Japanese name for Doctor Robotnik, right? It just it plugs in so well, and all these little things. So we got the rings. You he ran around knuckles. and picked them all up real quick before yeah. he ran yeah. off. Yes, yeah. that was a concern of mine. I was like, is he just going to leave it there? But of course no. he picks it up. He so needs them. Great. They're his life force. Yep. Yep. Can we talk about Dr. Robotnik a little bit, though? I'm torn oh. on Jim Carrey because Jim Carrey... I loved it. I, I hate that you're torn. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. You don't feel like that doesn't really work anymore? <laughs> what? It makes... I, I don't know. I was. I didn't I, hear any of you guys laughing when he was doing his dumb faces and shit. I, I it, it. That's a lower brow. We, it, I mean, it I, okay. it's I think he was I funny. I think he was funny. He did make me laugh, and I'm okay with him being over the top. But sometimes I feel like he was trying too hard to do what he used to do. Mm. Don't get me. I love those movies. I do love those. I love Ace Ventura and stuff like that. But. Just, just because it doesn't make me laugh doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. Though. Yeah. Because <laughs> one of the things that I enjoy about Jim Carrey is that type of character. Yeah. So it makes me happy to see him doing it, even mm-hmm. if it doesn't necessarily make me laugh. Because there are points when he's doing it that is funny. I agree with that. I was I sold on the whole idea of him being a quirky kind of person because right. he already shows that, I don't know, this whole socially stunted thing on both ends for Sonic and also Dr. Robotnik, right? And it's just him being. He wasn't supposed to be funny the whole time, right? Like he actually he had a dark, dark side to him. But 
but where he does, some of his quirkiness wasn't and wasn't necessarily supposed to be funny. He was, he was supposed to be socially awkward, right? Like he does these things. Okay, so like there is just, a point to which it's I don't know. I don't. I think he was funny. I'm not saying Jim Carrey did a bad performance. I was fine with yeah. it. Yeah, right. I just think that sometimes it goes on a little too long or it's a little too much, and it's not it's not making me it's not entertaining me. It's just this is just weird. Here's why I think it's okay. <laughs> it's because he his character gives me the idea that he's very arrogant. So of course he's going to pontificate, and he's just going to go ahead and just ream. I think that it was almost like evil villain monologue. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So regardless of how absurd it was, you almost expected it, like evil villain monologue. Because I mean, one of my favorite lines ever is, "Pin yourself against the wall." (laughs) 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 The way that guy acts that out too is hilarious. He looks like like he's putting force on himself. No, no, no. I think the the part that. I loved the most was his face was like, oh, this again. Yeah. He's like, it wasn't the first time that he'd, he'd said that. Right. Uh, he, he, he did like a head roll, like, oh. But you see what's so great is like, if you compare it to like Liar Liar, where he's totally overacting, I feel like but it works well in this He's here's, here's what I would say. It's not, it's not so much that it works or doesn't work because I love Liar Liar also. It's no, I love one Liar, of my Liar. favorite comedies. No, yeah, me too. He was better at it then than he is in this. Uh, I don't know. And also the movies itself, he was the center of them. And so it didn't seem disjointed because he was in every scene. This one, if he's not in it, the rest of the movie's not as weird as that. But his character would still think the entire thing is all about him because he's an arrogant prick. <laughs> I will sure. I will concede <laughs> I will concede to one scene where he's doing the lab testing and he's out of place dancing. See, that, I know he's I, waiting. See, that was... didn't actually bother me because <laughs> that did that bother felt you? like a normal kids movie supervillain thing. Okay, it was a little so, over the top, like the T Rex thing. So then, like, hold on. But I, it, it still that part did actually make me laugh a little bit. Like it's yeah, no, I I was okay with it. But if we we're gonna talk about how that's kind of out of place, hold on. So you're telling me that over the top villain <laughs> is not okay. No, Wait. it is okay. It There's is okay. A, him being over the top is not the problem. Okay. It's the way that he's... Okay, like in the scene when he walks out and he talks to the, the commanding officer of the military, mm-hmm. and he just oh, that part? stops oh. him from speaking over and over and over again. Yeah. It's like, this is... Okay. This isn't... All right. Stuff like that. Fair enough. They were... Uh, that was his like very first scene, though. Yeah. So they were trying to establish him as this very like over... And see, but I agree. It did go a little that didn't over. Quite, yeah. yeah, that didn't quite. Hit but I don't think that there's they a lot did. Of, there's a lot of that like I said, I as don't... much the rest of the movie. It. You're right. I think that a lot of his scenes are fine. I just thought that it, that's why I said I was torn because I went back and forth. Right. There were okay. sometimes right. I watched and I felt like, I wish you didn't try so hard at this because it, it's not really appropriate right now. And then other times I watched him, I was like, this is really funny. That's great. That's why I said yeah. I'm torn, not that I didn't like. It. Okay, yeah. fair enough. True, true, true. Okay, yeah, a couple of those scenes I would say they weren't the best. But I feel like all the other scenes were just phenomenal. My favorite part was at the end with uh, his line. Oh, well, just his. <laughs> I, I actually, I was okay with the fact that he looked different from a traditional Dr. Robotnik mm-hmm. at the beginning. Your daughter wasn't. I, One of the earliest things she said to me was, where is this red coat? Those <laughs> <laughs> iconic pieces. I, I was okay with it, though, because I, I, I understood that they were trying to go a little bit more like realistic. Uh-huh. But that scene at the yes. end 
when he has got the mustache the going mustache. and the goggles and the bald head and the little bit of the stomach pooch going. Yeah. My I fucking loved it. I I'm so happy that they they gave that to us. But that line, my griff on reality is absolute. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think it's one of those things where you you could potentially have a, a better sequel because they got the setup out of the way, right? And Jim Carrey can be the actual cartoon character, right? Right. And right. it'll be good. I no, think. I think it's good that they they set it up for a mental breakdown for yeah. him to yes. become the evil Eggman. Right. And that's like, yeah. that's the thing that I'm saying. It's like they 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 figured out how to work these characters to be. I mean, logically for us to accept it, right? Because sometimes these movies, I don't know, like with like I, video game characters. Their adaptation of these characters are just like they they have nothing character... to do with the games, or they're so slavish to the game that they don't fit in a movie. Yeah. Whereas this does tr- find a nice medium. Yeah. And he's it's, he's it's definitely great. Sonic. He's definitely Doctor Robotnik. But also, yes, it has to take place on Earth, and this is what's right. happening. It works. Right. Like yeah, yeah. with Sonic talking to himself all the time. He's. I mean, if you're a kid, you're gonna find some ways to cope, and he talks to himself a lot. Yeah. Right. And he's assuming he's... these other. Versions of himself, right? Well, I mean, and, he's alone a lot, and he watches other people. He probably like talks for them. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Like. Yeah, and I like. I think it's a great idea. Um, I mean, obviously, it kind of. I love that he read Flash comic books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he called himself the Blue Blur. The blue Blur, which, <laughs> which yes. is the red. Not the red the... blur is, <laughs> and yeah. Oh, it's good. But yeah, no, I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's. It does dabble a little bit on the darker side, but I. I think. This is kind of reminiscent of like '90s movies where they wouldn't. I don't know. I, I don't know why Last Action Hero kind of comes to mind, but uh, did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. It's been a long yeah. time. But you know, it's like there were some pretty hard topics in that movie, but it's kind of for a kids' movie. If right? I did, I did feel like this movie was a little bit more. Like I felt perfectly fine being in the movie. I mm-hmm. did feel like maybe like my daughter's six. Like I, I think she got the majority of the movie and stuff like that, but I'm sure there's a good deal of stuff she missed out on. Again, she laughed right. at all the things that we laughed at. It's, it's a movie out for of all like, the ages. Oh, they're laughing. Let me laugh too. It's yeah. it's kind of strange in that it's the for the bulk of the movie it is seems to be aimed at fairly young children, but then yes, not just a couple, but a slew of jokes are like. Now, it's not even like what Pixar does, like where it's kind of just for all ages. Mailed. It's like yeah. it goes from like this movie's for six to ten year olds. This joke is for cynical forty year olds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not. It just go. It just every once in a while just It'll throws it out there, head, which actually right. I think makes it a little funnier because you don't expect it to be in a movie like this. So it kind <laughs> of. So jokes about gang violence or right suckling at your mother's teeth. Yeah, it's just like they, it comes. You're kind of like, oh shit, this is good on you. <laughs> Throwing my orphanage in my face or whatever the hell that line was. It was great. The um, the protagonist or the main character, the main human character, played by James Marsden. James Marsden. James Cyclops. Marsden. Tom. Yeah. Cyclops. Cy- oh yeah, yeah. Cyclops. No, I. Was, uh, <laughs> I he was interesting too because there's not really a whole lot that he did, but he did at the same time. He just like helps, he just helps Sonic get to San Francisco. That's yeah, kind of, he, yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> he does. He was he does, the ultimate sidekick. He was the he's he's the tales of this movie without having being the tales. tales. Yeah, he um 
Yeah. He doesn't have any he change. He technically has an arc in that he thinks he wants to go to the city, but then he realizes he wants to stay and help with everyone he's lived with his whole life. But it's that is very much in the background, though. Yeah. He doesn't. It is a it's also element, It's yeah. also a load of bullcrap, because if Sonic had never shown up there, he would have just gone to Sanford. He wanted to stay because now he has an alien superhero friend. And he wants to stay in Podunk Town so that he doesn't get caught. I wish I had an alien superhero friend. <laughs> Don't we Don't all? We all. <laughs> Don't we all? Uh, every night. Oh. Call out to the the Green Lantern ring. Oh. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna fuck a Green Lantern? <laughs> is that how is that how the, the ship crashed? Is that what Hal Jordan had to do? God damn it. I mean no one was looking, that's how he got the ring, right? The mushroom planet. That was my thing that I wanted to talk about. Why? Yeah. What is it? Why? I'm trying to... I honestly... The only thing I can think of is that the, they were literally just like, what's an unappealing sounding place to go so that Sonic could be mopey about it? But, I mean, like, I'm trying to think back to the game. There were stages where there were mushrooms. Well, yeah. Those were most the, like, yeah. the springboards, right? Right, um, yeah. The springboards and stuff like that. Yeah. But... but other than that, like, I can't really draw upon any sort of reason as to why yeah like i made the comment he had that map that had like worlds crossed out of it yeah, like he'd been to a that. couple world worlds before so it's i never they it was just this thing that they kept harping on mm-hmm. like i don't want to go here like this is my only choice left it's like was it i kind of <clears throat> it didn't seem like according to the map it was like he had um, this whole pouch full of rings, and he they made it sound like he could travel the entire galaxy. I think, I mean, from from the prologue part with that fucking bitch and Longclaw and ninjas. See, I want I, that movie. Um, I know. Yeah, I think I want to see more of Longclaw. <laughs> I, think that, um, I think that the idea was that whoever was hunting, because we must also remember whoever was initially hunting him wasn't on earth he didn't right. actually one of the reasons why he didn't have to leave earth is because they didn't actually find him it's just the, US the government, government did, yeah right? but Longclaw made it kind of sound like they existed on multiple planets maybe and so he did have he was limited by where they could find him where they don't exist i mean right and so i think i actually i just the movie's not clear about this but i would kind of assume that maybe earth's not his first when he went to we saw that because he crossed right, a couple right. off mm-hmm. but the reason why he loves earth so much is because maybe none of them were inhabited until now maybe this is the first time he met people and that's why he wanted since to his stay. first couple of yeah dimensions. maybe yeah, I just wish the movie's yeah, not clear. It doesn't, but it doesn't I, say anything. That's stuff. just a guess. I, but that's, yeah. and, and I think that's fine because it's not. It give us that prequel Oops, where, yeah, yeah. Give us that prequel and then show us those first couple of worlds that didn't work out for Sonic. I'm oh the massacres. Excited for a sequel and how they will probably dive into you know with Knuckles because um, when he was first introduced, he was not with sonic right yeah, right um and and then of course the chaos emeralds so i'm looking forward he's to that and the chows a villain in sonic <laughs> he's villain in sonic 3 and then he's playable in sonic and knuckles right right yeah he's an echidna right mm-hmm. so i'm kind of excited for that that'd be cool um, Cause, yeah because they'll have to give us something because those characters will have to go come from other worlds so do they also have ring portals that's what Tails used. Yeah. I want to know, yeah, like where that comes from. Because it's obviously a finite resource. Because, I don't know, as he kept throwing them, right. the bag 
Groot are they Snyder. all from his home world, or are these characters like from other worlds too? Right. I bet they're. I, I don't know, but I I, I bet they're from because he did say as how every like civilized society gets around. So I was like, if you have those, you can uh, you can at least inhabit. He did other make planets. that comment, right. didn't yeah. he? It sounds mm-hmm. like there's a whole society of people who jump planes. We use jump. that, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. This could be a whole sci-fi epic, guys. Yeah, and I, I think it will <laughs> evolve into that because it's like it, it wasn't be the information world, that was just like, well, we want to know like questions unanswered. I mean, maybe if they're hunting this... chaos emeralds, it'll be on different planet, like different. Oh, oh there you go. I'm gonna keep harping yeah. on the dark middle chapter, which is where okay. you find out at the end of two that Tails was sent to kill him, <laughs> like Terminator style. <laughs> <laughs> He's been bio-programmed. He chokes, <laughs> he chokes him with his tails. <laughs> That's where Shadow comes in. Oh, Shadow. That'll be fun if they bring that in. Before we get too much to our final stuff, um, I want to talk about the... Since we talked about the Flash a little bit, the slow motion scenes, well, not the slow motion scenes, but where he's moving really fast. Um, I had one problem. I kind of like those. I did like this, but I had one problem. And I was trying to reason as to how that could be possible. It's when he slows, or he's moving faster. That means everything else in the world has to be moving at that normal. So, okay, for example, he takes a picture of himself. He does a selfie. Right, yeah. How can that work? How can the picture work? How can the picture yeah. work? Because the, the, the phone is going to take time to process Also, at the, the, and the one at the end when he, when he murders James Marsden, uh, oh, yeah. building. We see Dr. Robotnik's finger move closer to the button, but the bullets don't move closer to Sonic. I mean, no, it's not It's not the most thought-out thing in the world. They look all right, though. They look kind of cool. I mean, <laughs> the scenes themselves were awesome, but yeah, none they, of the physics made sense. No, like, absolutely As not. far as if you're going for, like, super speed things, um, like, you see much better stuff in, like, Justice League and stuff yeah. like that with The Flash because it just didn't... None of it made sense because it also... It was whatever it needed to be. It wasn't consistent. Right. It didn't follow rules. Because the... Yeah. The, the two main characters that were falling off of the building also were continually moving. And when the egg robots exploded, you could see mm. their explosions like continuing to slightly grow. But these rockets that are being yeah. like jet propelled at Faster. Sonic are literally yeah. standing still. Yeah. Mm. No, absolutely. Yeah. It would have benefited Agreed. from... Mm-hmm. It, it bothered from me during the scenes, but yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Also, I mean... If he can move fast enough to where literally everything in the the room stands still, like how could they have ever hit him? Period. Like, yeah, it, that's always the question with like like a speedster. Like if they oh, you mean that, he has no weakness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's a it, that becomes a problem. Like how did he ever get shot with the trank dart in the beginning? Mm-hmm. Well, because he wasn't he was distracted. he wasn't trying to get yeah. away, but he moment. was completely aware of the situation. Yeah. It's not like he yeah. got shot. It's not like he walked like, in and then shot him. They both screamed at each other. He raised the gun. They were staring at each other, and then he shoots. Because I mean, I think like, that's that's they the trank gun exists purely because if if he weren't shot in the leg, then James Marsden has no reason to help him. Because he even specifically says, "Why don't you just go away?" Which he can do, and he's like, "Because you shot me in the legs, and I can't run." Uh-huh. So that's just a device. To, I mean, all I'm saying is the movie recognized that it had to give him weaknesses. So, yep. But you're right. I mean, that's kind of the only time it does, though. The thing is, I feel like in order to kind of like, what is it, nerf him a little bit? Is like he has to sort of activate it. Like that's kind of the idea with like a speedster. Otherwise, it's like you're right. As soon as he opens the door, like he probably would have been freaked out and just immediately bolted off because he can do that. His ability to react to things is a lot faster. Also, but, go ahead. They 
because of this one single quill that Dr. Robotnik got a hold of, mm-hmm. he was able to power up his machine to be as fast as Sonic that, that is... has a whole body of those quills. You would think that that Sonic would be more powerful, more powerful. because he does. Well, I think he was in the end. I think he didn't know. Yeah, I think he didn't know how to that power. Yeah, but no, at the yeah. beginning, yeah. like Robotnik was keeping up with him. Like, and yeah, I think yeah. that was kind of good because yeah, Sonic would be he would just kill everything. Um, oh, he in does. order to buff, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> buff up Robotnik. Um, it at least has some sort of that conflict, right? Um, for that last bit, it was just a little weird because they also did that thing at the end. Where it looked like Sonic zapped the power away from that quill, is that not what they tried? I think to it was that is what, I think the power was connecting to him. I guess you're right. It does. It does look like just yeah. kind of suggest that it takes the power away from Robotnik, which doesn't make any sense. But then when Robotnik's on the mushroom planet at the end, the quill is still, still. like lit up with energy. Mm-hmm. So like that didn't make sense to me either. I was like, wait, I thought they like kind of made a whole point of showing you that he kind of almost like he's like i'm gonna take this away this is mine right like how dare you take this from me i think in the very least all they are leaving open is for him come back for the sequel obviously yeah right. that's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be how he gets off the planet yeah sure. again you know it's that they just made a whole bunch of um loopholes for themselves mm-hmm. it's, uh, but it's, you know, you know they're not whatever. terrible right no I, I i i agree with you it is kind of weird that i thought it was a weird sequence where he's like where the electricity also kind of circuits into the the quill that's on dr robotnik's machine it's kind of and unfortunate because it is a little it because we were kind of joking about it could be this big sci-fi epic mm-hmm and if it if it ever if they ever did want it to become that, <clears throat> they would have to be more consistent about their sci-fi rules. And it's kind of unfortunate because I think that they probably didn't care that much because like it's a kids movie. But actually, the movie's good enough that if you were serious about the sci-fi parts of it, it could be great. Yeah, <laughs> I know. if if they like really knuckled down on the sci-fi elements, uh, knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Uh, it would definitely be an interesting franchise to to watch. Especially because there's so much Sonic material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when you get into like the later games that are like three dimensional and like Sonic Adventure and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like those have a lot more in depth storylines than the two D right. side scrollers stuff. Do any of you guys remember I don't know if it's the initial one. There there were two Sonic cartoons that came out in the nineties. Um Yeah, there was the one that they seem to exist in like some post pocket dimension. Yeah, post And then there was the one that was, yeah, like a more serious resistance yeah. story. Yeah. That one, oh, I thought that was awesome. I like both. That was actually a third one, too. Um, but before I get to that, did you guys know that the voice actor for that was Steve Urkel? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Jaleel White? Jaleel White, yeah. I did not. Um, and then there was like Sonic Underground, too. They um, see, a lot of the Sonic things that I've seen recently tend to be this thing where Sonic and Knuckles and Tails mm-hmm. and all this live in a post-apocalyptic world that's mostly you know destroyed. And they're kind of mo- the resistance is defending off Eggman. Eggman really just tends to be the, the baddest part of the world. And the world, a lot of ro- robots. Sonic yeah. probably ended that world with his god powers. <laughs> a big, yeah. You're still on that. <laughs> he just got angry one day and... And he doesn't even know. Everyone died. <laughs> I was really surprised they weren't like, it was the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> Wachowski. <laughs> well, guys, any last things you want to hit? Yeah, anyone have a favorite moment they want to mention? Um, that last line with Dr. Robotnik. It was pretty good. Yeah, uh, I had shaving his yeah. head. And 
Mike Rip. I just I yeah that, that I yeah I agree with Ted. That was the the best part of the movie was the last scene with Jim Carrey. But I enjoyed it. I was I was not. Yeah. I was kind of you know what is this going to be like going in and mm-hmm. I I didn't hate it. I agree. I mean, I had pretty low expectations because it's a video game adaptation. It had its controversy of being reanimated. And I kind of just, even the trailers didn't look that good. I just kind of like, this will be, I want to see it because it's not like the Hedgehog, but it looks like it'll probably be an unfortunately simple kids movie. And I mean, it is, but I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. Yeah, It made me laugh. Yeah. My expectations were that about like a, of a kids movie, but definitely a lot better it ended up being better well thank you guys so much for listening to the character arc podcast um you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts please like subscribe share find us and comment at character arc on facebook and at character arc on instagram um i'm richard bertelson i'm ted hong and joining us was also nick slayick you should also listen to character arcana because it's really fun we play D while we get drunk and stuff and it's yes, I'm there. And, and Mendel is there too. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs>